Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday... It's a wild card. Could be some college football, could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. My first request for the new year, are we going to get new music? You want a new song? I'd like a new song for the new year. Starting fresh. My voice is almost gone, as, yeah. as you could tell. It's funny. I can actually hear myself in the headphones now. I did not know it was this bad. I've been telling you, dude. Appreciate the warning. I told you when you walked in. I said, what the heck's up with your voice? You sound like death. I hate you. Go away. Remember? I got some of that. I didn't hear the voice part, honestly. Oh, okay. Uh, this is it. Last show of the year. It's December 29th, 2022. We're going to do kind of a little year in review um, honestly, just like there's a couple stories we're going to touch on real quick of actual relevant news, but it's going to be more of like what happened in the history of the card market this past year. Where, I actually, I'm kind of digging the voice now. I hate it, dude. Really? I my, cannot wait. For I listened this to, to a lot of happen. old clips and it was brutal. Not as bad as your voice, but it was bad. Um, oh, man. Some of like our own favorite pod moments, what people thought were the biggest stories and how we reacted to those things. So that's where I'm at with it. There's no mailbag because the whole show is kind of riffing off that post we made. So. What are you doing? Are you done with your phone? Do you need a minute? Do you want to get um, into the show? Or I am doing my best to keep it together because okay. this voice is the worst. Yep. Um, at the same time, though, I did want to let you go ahead and get your things out there. I have I, I followed up with the same idea. I want to talk about the past. I want to talk about the future next year. I did get a few things that we can comment on as well to go along with the Some show. Clips. Uh, a few clips, in fact. I did the thing that you always want are clips like and recordings and yep, drops are the best. Call them what you will. So number one, I don't feel like I'm talking to Mike. I feel like I'm talking to some other guy. Say, say an insult, insulting thing. I hope your Jimmy Dean's rot off your paw and fall onto this table dead. Here's what's you were funny about, about this Deans. comment is that moments before we started recording, I've been looking to put together a montage of Mike calling my hands, Jimmy Dean's the fingers, not your hands, <laughs> your hands Thank are the you. patty. <laughs> Jimmy, which are also Jimmy Dean's. They're Jimmy Dean patties and fi- finger sausages. The point is, how is it so hard to find those moments? Like, I searched through the transcript of at least 40 episodes. How long did it take me and, to find it, though? Okay, you found one. How long did it take me to find it? Not very long. Two minutes. But All I right. found another. So the, we only have two of them, but you'll get to hear them. It'll be a fun episode. Yeah, temper your excitement, audience. <laughs> uh, biggest story of the year was back in January. Fanatics acquiring tops. Hands down, card market related, relevant to the card world and everything that happened in it. There were two major stories this year. That to me was number one. That was, wait, wait, wait. You say there's only two major stories in but your eyes? There's two major standout stories to me. Number one, okay. fanatics buying tops. I think okay. we all knew there would be some major, major implications that come with it, and there were, and we're starting to see the results of those now. A few months ago, I think July, August, we heard that GTS was getting cut off Topps distribution. Okay. Topps was starting to do the, a little bit more of a direct model. Fast forward now, five, six months from there, we're now seeing, seeing Topps slash Fanatics distribute direct right to some people in kind of a pilot program thing they have going. They talked about that with Backyard Breaks. Mm-hmm. There's some other people who are getting product direct. Um Pricing at distributor is brutal. Uh, matter of fact, just this week, 2022 Topps Chrome update, you get a re- you actually got a refund of a couple hundred dollars because the price you got allocated product at uh, through from your distribution was literally higher than what Fanatics put on their website at. Oh, what? Yeah. So you, I think it's 240 bucks per hobby case you get back. Who's paying that back? The dis- distributor? I think or? they're going to do it the same way they did it with Chrome. Like, it'll, you know, with the, the mess up with the silver packs. Yeah, yeah. So it'll kind of come right that, back through the distributor. If you bought from somebody else, I don't know how that'll work. But this isn't like your average consumer. This is for the guys who have allocation already. Well, I mean, but if you bought at a card show, I mean, at a card shop, rather, you should get the money back also. Oh, you think Because the card shop's going to get money back. Yeah. So hopefully those savings are passed on. So we've seen some things like that. I will say we've seen them at least try to make things right. The Topps Chrome was a huge screw-up by Fanatics because they left off some of the big major stars in that. J-Rod, Witt, Torkelson, maybe? I think those were the three. Either way, major, major mess-up. But They came back with the silver packs, which I thought was 
the best of a bad situation. Not a perfect thing, but it was. I thought it was at least a decent fix. Yep. Uh, we see him now stepping up with this. We also saw Fanatics roll out that same thing with Topps Chrome, where if you pulled a Goldschmidt or an Aaron Judge, you got the money back, 20 bucks per, just again, just to kind of incentivize well, spending. 20 bucks on the low end. Like 20 bucks for a hundred, base card. Yeah. A couple hundred for bigs. So it's been, I guess, like the first real year of Fanatics kind of being in charge. It has I've been seen interesting. Some, it's been interesting because there's been some low points, like we said. There's been some good things, though. Like that program to me was a good thing. Them stepping up, stepping up on Chrome update is a good thing. Can um, I play one thing? I got please, a thing. Yeah. I got a thing we can play. Anytime so you have back, them, just play them. So I actually went back. It's mm. funny because you guys think we do all this research, hours and hours, just talking back and forth before every episode. I know it seems like that. We don't uh, always do that. Uh, today, we did not do that. And I just so happened to pull that same episode. I found this interesting hot take. Unfortunately, I was looking more for yours because I think people respect uh, your opinion when it comes to the card world a lot. But are you okay? You just needed to interrupt me. Do you, I, I want you to notice he immediately picks up his phone as I started to talk. It's okay. We love each other. You want to hang out later? Okay, here's this clip. Till the end of the year, but... What that also means to me is like they're ready to get going. And if you're going to get going, I feel like you need more than baseball. Like, especially especially if something happens and we're still on strike. Well, hang on. They can't get going with more than baseball. Well, that's what I mean. So that's what I'm getting to is like, so it does make me wonder. I know you said there's no buyout opportunity, but it does make me wonder, is there going to be some kind of licensing agreement that they make? No. Before they get the deal? Before they get the deal. I mean, it's possible. That's the other thing I would say. Anything is possible. That's what you ended up saying. Kevin Garnett I cut it off. That. I mean, that didn't happen. That was a huge well, one of the biggest. Actually, I think it did happen that they are trying to do that. That's the theory, at least. And of course, we would never know that for sure. So, I think but, it did happen that there was a theory that we don't no, know. No, for no, sure. no, no. I think it happened in the sense that they wanted it to happen, but the deal could not be made. That is my theory. <laughs> Again, take that as it is, because we have no additional knowledge on it. Yeah. So nothing. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, but I. Having said that, it's been interesting to see what Fanatics has done. They're clearly going to be proactive and do things the way they want to do it, despite traditional lines of distribution, traditional lines of sell, selling, going direct to the public with more stuff. So that's been a major, major story, major development this year, like how Fanatics takes the reins of this thing. Story number two, maybe even more important and maybe more widespread, the crash of the card market. Like it's been a brutal year for cards. Is that a story though? And the biggest storyline of the year, from in my opinion, I don't. I, I Single view biggest storyline. I view it as a uh, a ongoing thing that we have to live with now. But it's also one of those where I don't think if we talk about it all the time, it's necessarily doing any good. However, do you do you think it's the most? Do you think it's oh, the I'm most glad. talked about storyline this year, though? Again, it's kind of weird to call it a storyline because it is. It is one of. It's a topic that is talked about all the time. So I guess. If we simplify it, yes, it is. And it is funny how on the same page we are, because that is another thing that I pulled was a little bit. Um, I went a little bit further back. I know you didn't care for this. Mike wanted me to focus on this year. It's a year end review show. It is a year in review, but you know what? We're going to go a little bit further back. In fact, I hate this. I'm just kidding. In fact, <laughs> we are going to go back to the very first episode. Of the show ever? The very first episode uh, episode of this show. When was it? Uh, this was January 28th, the 21. This is kind of goes to show this why. This was our first show on The Ringer. First show on The Ringer. And this and it, I, I appreciated it so much, and I, th I think you guys will too, but it kind of makes me uh, hope that you guys will listen because... It's What's so, it's, it's such a circle. Like two as far ago. as from, yeah, it's like, it is. If I didn't know better, this would have been done a, a week ago. So okay, play let me it. play it. The lead in next segment. Here we go. All right. Let's is go. Mailbag? mailbag. We got to get a do speed do graphic. Do do. Oh, I don't. Our audio is so bad. Uh, is that the music? I don't know. There we go. <laughs> We're going to find music <laughs> for it. There's a little air talk right. right there. You're welcome. <laughs> when does the bubble burst? And by that question, it would imply, is there a bubble? Yeah, I mean, everything's a bubble, right? Any any commodity market that is hot for a time, to me, is just considered a bubble because Two eventually things are going to cool down, right? It happened with the housing market. People said it was a bubble 06 to 08. You know, leverage and all that type of crazy financial nonsense. Talk to you and your nerd buddies would 
you know, text about after the show, I'm sure. So yeah, eventually the bubble bursts in the sense that some of these things are going to come back down to earth in price. I, I think it has to. I think we're going to see that reflected more in wax as opposed to the single side of things. Because again, you have things like... That's been, I tell you one thing. That was not 100% accurate. The wax has come way down harder than anything else. Oh, well, go ahead. sure. Okay, next. Brady, Mahomes, MJ, LeBron. A lot of that stuff to me is grail level investments that are never going to come down. I just think that is going to be an investment that people are going to hold on to. And there's always going to be that demand for people with money. Whoops. <laughs> Here's the thing though. I would right. say you're still accurate in the sense of like, of the things that are able to maintain it are, they are the grail esque type of cards. You know, crazy by the way, at that point in time, I bet a lot of those things never even went like they hadn't. I mean, at January they hadn't hit their peaks by far. At some point, yeah, the bubble is going to slow down. It's going to burst. It's going to calm down. There's not going to be a, a just blind money to be made. So you got to be careful just buying into things. It's like any other type of investment. I don't think you can just walk into this space and say, hey, I'm going to buy this or that and not think about it. Yes, you can make a ton of money doing this. You can also lose money. It's like anything else. Educate yourself. And don't educate yourself by paying somebody a monthly subscription, Ooh. some nonsense database, or for some clown to sit in front of a camera and tell you, oh, you should buy this or that. There's plenty of free resources. Hurtful. Do your research on eBay, sold listings, Facebook Marketplace, Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Listen to this podcast. We're giving you stuff for free. But you got to be careful of a bubble with anything. Invest money that you have if you are intelligent enough to invest it wisely. That's what I would tell people. Long clip. You know what's funny? At the very end that I cut right there, you actually said, I think it'll be about two years. So you like if you play, go back and listen wanna, to didn't want to give me that credit. That's no, fine. no, no. I, I'm giving you the credit right now. I just cut it before then. But um, okay. I, I do think what is so cool about that is the message has not changed. And I fully expect that anybody over the course of two years, especially when we were just getting off the ground, that messaging changes a lot. But the idea to educate yourself, not to just listen to anybody with a microphone I think those things have kind of stayed throughout the show. And those are some of the things I appreciate the most about what we tell or what we uh, give out to the, the listeners. So. Yeah, and I would say this too, the market things. So even getting back to that topic, that has been the biggest determining factor of whether people stick around or not. Mm -hmm. like especially the people with microphones. There are so many less guys doing this now. And the guys who are still making content are doing it differently, and us included. We're not doing the straight cash homie, the buy, sell, trade, not every show. A lot of that stuff is kind of irrelevant because we're in such a weird down market. Uh, you know, even like Jeff Wilson, sports card investors totally changed their tone. And like a lot of their segments are no longer just, you know, here's the hot buy, the hot sell or whatever. So he's gotten away from it. Um, you know, of course, sports card radio, they have, they literally just make content about other content creators kind of in their own little bubble. But a lot of the other guys, Although I don't really know many other people anyways, not, not on the level of these three shows, at least. Uh, yeah, have kind of disappeared. Like Gary V was, dude, I remember mm -hmm. episode one, Gary V was like our biggest try-to-get try guest. And the fact that when we got him, it was just absolutely huge. Yeah, we had a, guy, we had a good time talking to him. I yeah. hate that he kind of has, in my opinion, fled this market since then. That irritates me. And it still does to like to this day. I think you should be just as vocal when it's tough to do it as you should be when it's like easy and everybody comes in. But yeah, I think that those to me were the two big storylines fanatics coming in and starting the takeover. Mm -hmm. And then the market just being super down a lot of areas, um, including big vintage. So, I mean, a year ago now with Brady, his stuff was, was crazy, crazy high Mahomes as well. Uh, Luca Zion, those guys were still way different levels than they are now. The Jordan rookies, all that stuff has come way back down to earth now, which is interesting. So yeah, I thought that was, those were kind of the two big storylines to me. Um, you know, the, we asked kind of our audience to what were some of the other big storylines. Some of the other things I thought were funny, like a, a bunch of people mentioned the whole loaded box scandal with backyard breaks. I, I just thought that was like a blip on the map that was blown up by a few people. I didn't think it was that big of a deal because there's still nothing conclusive and I don't know if they came out and just owned it, like, and made content around the fact that, yeah, we get everything loaded. Well, I mean, like, is there still a theory out there? I think yes, and that's probably why they bring that subject up, because no one has definitively been able to prove that it's not true. But, I mean, I, I guess I go under the yeah, idea that care. it's, yeah, until you can prove it one way or the other, then is it anything other than speculation? Yeah, uh, we had an interesting comment, too. I forgot about this. Joseph Michael Harris, honorable mention story. 
the Mac Jones 101 Prism non-auto selling for a hundred grand. That 13 year old kid pulled on the live stream oh, for himself. Yeah. He sold that thing immediately, which I thought was actually pretty Good cool. for him. Um, the triple logo man, LeBron, you know, that golden literally had signage up in New York, uh, in whatever that worthless area of New York is. Oh, Times uh, Time Square. Square. Yep. $5 million car. It sold for obviously much less than that. Um, so I did think there were at least some some interesting storylines, things that got people talking. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite was one we were just talking about. The Mark's card scandal happened almost a year ago now. Oh, let we, me pull the audio. Yeah, we called this guy Mike. Oh, yeah. Give a, do you remember what the detail was? It basically, yeah, so he was a middleman. And yeah. he, he did not pay his PSA. He was a middleman sub guy. Mm -hmm. He couldn't pay his PSA tab. And so PSA was basically like, we're not creating your cards. But he already collected the money from people. Well, come to find out later, this donkey was paying all of his Cousins, brothers, friends, like salaries to work at his card shop. He was kind of in with some of the content creators as well early, earlier in the year. And so our thing with him was just, hey, let's call this guy up direct. Do you have like a short, I don't want to play like a 90 second clip. You have just like a short one of this? I'm going to tell you guys one thing. You just be ready. I love it. You be ready when the time's right. Okay. Yep. You be ready. That's all I got to say. And that's all what he said. That? Be ready for what? Yeah, well, when, when the time is right, I'll be I'll be okay to, to say the story of what, what's been going on on this side. But we're in a fluid situation right now. So it's we're still working uh, directly with PSA. With so PSA. Yeah, he said nothing of consequence. Be but ready. were we ready, though? I think that was our his, problem. Did you, could you find his number? No. You didn't have it still, right? Yeah. You know, the one thing I didn't check is... Mm -hmm. Typically, when you ask me to call somebody, you text it to me on the day. What was the day? January twentieth, two thousand twenty-two. January twentieth. Um, okay. If you're still waiting on cards, or if your issue with him hasn't been resolved, I would just say be ready. I mean, obviously, um, <laughs> just be ready. Yeah, bro. be ready. Uh, just randomly to a couple of the other things, like from from my standpoint, that stood out. Um, there were a couple of things I made a big deal of and was all excited about back in February. The James Harden Ben Simmons trade I thought was going to be amazing. <laughs> I don't. I Whoops. Think I, I went in hard on Ben Simmons. I may have Still gotten. I'm going to be honest with you. I would cash out on Harden today. I would not cash out on Simmons. Because I just think, half, halfway first right, of by all, the I way. think Simmons has, still has a much better player on his team. But doesn't Harden have the better reputation overall? I mean, like, can he do this more is, we for that in team? LA. No, I think Outside. they have the same reputation. Harden's a great scorer. He's never won big. But he's going to need to be the guy there. Simmons does not need to be the guy. In, in, he just doesn't in Brooklyn. Durant is the guy. Hang on, number do. three than I do when James Harden needing to be the number one. So I would I would actually sell the hype today with Harden. I would sell the hype today with Harden. If you have Ben Simmons card, sell him to me this afternoon. I will still buy him. I think that's a, I think it's a great move. So that's when I bought a bunch of my Ben Simmons stuff, which is probably worth about thirty percent of what it was then. Harden, you would have been well served to sell then. Simmons, I probably have ten to fifteen PSA ten SGC ten rookies of his that I don't think are going to be moving anytime you, soon. You didn't. I'm kind of surprised you didn't get out from underneath at least some of that. I thought he was going to blow up this year. Yeah. Yeah. I thought like, Hey, okay. Last year he missed, but then this like at some point it would do. Yeah. It just didn't, didn't There's happen. There's still time. There's sure. still time. You got, do you remember when you said this? Cause I only had a backpack. Wide open seating folks. Yep. You know what? Invite your friends. They can come fly for free. <laughs> bring them on. This dummy decides he has to sit right in between me and my, now it's, it's 70, 30. 70% okay. his fault on an empty flight. What is yep. it? Stay away from the middle. Absolutely. Shouldn't even be an option. This yep. If you sit in the segment. middle seat on an empty flight, you should be subject to a slap in the face. I think the people on either, that's actually fair. The people on either side. Like a like a gentleman's dual slap where it's a glove and it doesn't really hurt, but no, it kind of stings a little. It stings a lot, but okay. both of us get to do that. <laughs> they, we did whole segments like that. And at the end, it was like in the title of the episode, like Mike title? has a bad traveling experience or something like that. I'm kind of surprised that, I don't remember that any of our producers at any point were okay with that. But I found that one and I was just like, some of these are just like, I, I pulled little bits here and there of just classic energy time. Oh, the volume's That's down. Great. Energy time. <laughs> he just swung his fistful of sausages at that, at the stupid board over there and just about broke it. Meanwhile, the volume was off. The volume was great. Off. Hang on a second. You're known for your energy. That's true. <laughs> um, Speaking of travel woes, here's three words. I put this on here to see if you'd get it. House of Horrors. Do you know what that represents? House of Horrors. You were there. House of Horrors. Are you saying Harrah's or Horrors? House of Horrors. Can you take the Boston out of your mouth and tell me what you're trying to say? Take the French out of <laughs> Atlantic City, the VRBO. 
Oh. The greatest looking eight, uh, seven bedroom, four bathroom house that's ever existed on VRBO. <laughs> it turned out to be a four bedroom with a box spring on the floor and two bathrooms. The fact that we survived Front that. window, smashed. Door, half kicked in. Smashed while we were there. Door, halfway kicked in while we were there. Yeah. In what I would say is the most undesirable city in the world to live in Atlantic City. Miss it every day. For the National. Had a great time, Guys though. getting mugged, <laughs> leaving the National. Just a brutal scene. Uh, that was, yeah, the National was a, one of those two where I think... I think that was a story for a little bit just because I think a lot of people left and that was around the point where they started really realizing that the market wasn't the same as what it was last year. Yes. Um, I think they saw, you know, there was a lot of energy. There's a lot of money at the national, but at the same time when everybody left, I think there was a big idea that, you know, everything was overpriced or a big majority of things were overpriced. And that, the idea was because everyone was underwater at that time. Right, but we're still refusing to do it. So Yeah, exactly. Um, I put a couple of the headlines down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this was a big story, honestly. The Josh Luber um, saga oh, yeah. this year. Oh, like, that's true. Kind of being true. named the, the next kingmaker in the hobby. Yep. And then now not even being with Fanatics in any capacity at this point, basically, which was interesting. I mean, did you came- see Josh message us today? He did? Yeah, on Instagram. I, I have messaged him back a couple of times. He was talking about one of our posts. It was just in general, very nice things, but it's just funny that we're talking about a year in review and Josh Luber was so involved in that year. And now it's like, I, and that's one of the, the last thing I messaged him was just like, Hey, are you doing anything in the card space right now? I didn't get a response, unfortunately, but I am curious. Like I, I can't imagine he just leaves it all together. And I know he still has some capacity with zero cool. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, and Zero Cool, I mean, that was propped up to be like the next major, major brand. Oh, that we had a huge, mean, whole th- thing on the episode, yeah. on the show about it. Yeah, I mean, that thing is pretty well dead in the water at this point. We haven't had, heard of any releases. Nothing, yeah. The last thing was the National, right? The Stranger Things? Yeah, Stranger Things, Dune, stuff like that. I, Man, I, I, there is still potential for the brand if they could do anything in the world, the realm of music, actor, just something similar to pop century. That's all I ever wanted was like something close to the a leaf pop century. pop century. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just a more legit version of that. That would have been, but, and, and it's not to say that there's not so room for that, but at this time, obviously we're not in the same card market where we were. And those non car, non sports cards are not nearly the same pricing you were getting, but it is funny. If you look at card lighters indexes, it, that the culture 51 index, if you <laughs> look throughout the year it's been up quite a bit and over the last month it's the only thing that's still up so uh speaking of product it kind of ties into one of the other things i wanted there's no order here so i'm just jumping around yeah um i thought this was the year of comeback or new products so we had tops pristine which has been gone for years come back this year i thought it was awesome especially early on mm-hmm. uh that was why i went back and listened one of the few things i was right about this year i was like man you can buy these boxes for 350 I think you should be all over it. I loaded up. We ended up selling them, breaking a bunch. But that was a, a product that was around for years. Finally comes back this year. I thought it was really cool. I hate it now for the price. It's like 600 bucks or something, five $600. Oh, wow. But it, it did spike. It was an awesome rip early. I noticed that was one of the real uh, popular answers with product of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one was Topps Cosmic. I thought that was pretty cool. Like Topps Cosmic was a pretty innovative, like, uh, very much insert SP variation heavy set as opposed to chase the auto of a guy. Uh, the checklist was really good. All the rookies were in it. I thought Top Cosmic was pretty good. I think it kind of settled around the 250, 275 mark. Uh, that was a good product to me. And then Panini 3 and 2 Baseball. Like 1 and 1 and Panini 1 Football, those have been good for a couple years. Now we had the baseball version of that with the pack in it. So you get two encased cards. One was an auto, one was a patch, and three numbered cards. I thought it was kind of like a year of new or kind of rebooted product, which was kind of cool. So uh, I was a fan of that. Well, I think this has also been a year of just kind of settling. It's trying to find out where the market is and where we go from here. Because uh, last year, we knew what the market was doing. Everything was doing well. Like you you could put out a product and you knew it was going to sell. The break was going to fill. Your singles were going to actually go on eBay and someone wasn't going to cancel the order right afterward. Now we have to figure out, well, is this a market that's still viable or is there still going to be growth? Are we just seeing, you know, someone pointed out in the Facebook, everything that goes up must come down. That's kind of what we saw this year. And, and that's very true, but it's also been a, do I completely get out of the market or is there still something I can do here to have, I guess, some kind of investment if I'm not here for fun, because if you're here for, for, for fun, 
this is the prime time for you. Now everything's much cheaper than it was. I agree. Yeah. Um, in line with that too, like just talking about like investment, that was the big, you know, the big um, notion being preached at the beginning of the year, you know, just invest in the legends, the goats, the grails. My heading for this was heroes. So you might remember mm. in the Sandlot, was it Sandlot? Uh, I, I know exactly Hero, what you're trying to say. Heroes last forever, but legends, legends never, die. never die. They do. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Bill Willie Russell. Mays, Bill Russell, Tom Brady, all those pricing uh, way, way down oh, from where we they were at the beginning of the year. Literally, some of those people are dead as well. But yeah, I mean, right. the fact that we've seen just even like gray level, goat level type stuff really level off, I think that was surprising to most people, myself included. And then the most unexpected, like unbelievable hobby spike of the entire year, uh, I think we had a couple. Number one was J-Rod. We knew Julio could play. Oh, mm-hmm. that kid! I mean, insane five-tool talent, resale value even now in the off-season, absolutely through the roof. So he was like the winner of the year, in my opinion, for baseball. Mm-hmm. Football, not even close. It's Brock Purdy. Oh, I mean, you've got a guy who has almost no product, Mister Irrelevant, last pick of the draft, no patch autos even to date. Still, not not professional, uh, pro uniform stuff at least. Very few autos in anything, although he is in the new mosaic that drops tomorrow. Uh, and and his pricing, card for card, orange to orange, is higher than almost any other quarterback in a number of years. Um, absolutely insane to see how good that kid has done. And but, then the exact opposite with Tom Brady. You have the living legend of the game coming back from maybe that last hurrah and playing like garbage. And his pricing at, I mean, just about a two year low on everything Brady wise. The only thing with Purdy is, I think that's. I think that's still more of a short-sighted story because we haven't sure. seen more than but he's still a the month. Hobby. Still the hobby here. In fo- I mean, who else is it in football? Who else had a catastrophic launching off in football this year? I, I agree, but it just makes me really nervous because it makes me think of all, like everyone in, who was obsessed with Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. Granted, that's been over a longer term, but now it's even riskier with a guy like Purdy. Oh, where I'm, not, I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying he's been the storyline in football this year. Okay. To me, he's been the biggest... Out of nowhere, boom. It's been him and J-Rod. I was trying to think in basketball, but I don't know that anybody's really taken that step. Basketball, the basketball market's been hit as hard as anything. And even like the reigning greats in the game, uh, Luka, Giannis, the Joker, Mm -hmm. down from a year ago, uh, quite a bit on some of those guys. Jason Tatum is actually about even now from a year ago, and he's balling out, which is nice to see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those are kind of my two guys there. You know, I... Uh, two for this, I wanted to pull up like some pricing on things and, and there's just so many things that you could pull. So it wasn't really conceivable, but it is interesting to note if you go back and look at some of that indexing on card lighter for the year to date percentage changes in certain uh, sports, there are still things that are actually up uh, tennis and hockey. Most notably hockey being up almost 7% tennis being up 18% for the year. I thought I could, that kind of blew my mind. Um, but what is to Mike's point here, basketball down 36%, football down 31%, baseball, uh, oh, oh, baseball's yeah, even oh, baseball okay. is actually the one. And I think that kind of goes to J rod and some of those other, uh, newer talents that we're seeing that have helped prop that card market up so much. Because man, that you're, I'm kind of surprised to see those two being down in the 30 percent in baseball being about even. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like you said, the prospect market is still very strong. Uh, one card too that kind of became the card of the pandemic. Say what you want. Was the Luca? So the Luca PSA 10 Prism card at the end this day last year, as a matter of fact, was trading at 450. Right now, you're kind of in the 400 range for that card still. Uh, is that? based on like a recent pop or anything like that. Cause I know he went off the other night. I wasn't sure. I mean, there's just so many, it doesn't matter. Like his yeah. red, white and blue though, which is obviously a much cheaper, uh, much more expensive, but a much lower pop. Again, same thing right at about a year ago, 815, 820 bucks. Right now it's kind of hovering in the 850, 860 range. So that's actually up, um, which is interesting. Cause it was a little bit down like that two weeks ago, Tatum almost identical across the board from a year ago to now. Which again, in a down market, is actually kind of impressive. Yeah, um, I'll be I'll be very interested to see in six months where Zion, Ja, those guys are. Obviously, this is the first year we had their cr- you know crazy plummet, but now we're seeing those teams perform really well. Some of the best teams in the West. So man, was 
Christina with card letters? Was she right the whole time to be so obsessed with Luca? Because he has 20,000 PSA 10s, and this card is st- selling in the $400. Uh, yeah, $435 for this PSA 10. That's kind of insane to me. That's uh, Yeah, it's over $8 million in market cap for just that card. Uh, and just the PSA 10, not to mention the SGC 10s out there and other grades. So, um, man... Yeah, I wish we were talking more, Luca. Uh, maybe on next week's episode, I would like to get some insight. What you think about that? Him as an investment. Here's a question for you, Michael. When you think of hey, real quick before we change subjects. Oh, okay. Just to give you an idea, Luca PSA ten silvers last year at this time mm-hmm. three to thirty five hundred. Three to thirty five hundred last year. Mm-hmm. What are they? What are the silvers now? About eighteen. So that's damn. That's what I'm saying. Luca, I, I still still way down despite how good oh, he's played. Well, yeah, I mean, That's I don't wild. think anybody is I mean, unless they're new. I don't know. Would anybody be up this year compared to last year? That's what I'm saying. Tatum is actually up a little bit this year. Oh, I in comparison to last year. I see. I almost like you didn't listen to the last six minutes. I didn't hear the Tatum okay. part. I'm sorry. I forgive you. And I already said I did that. I already said I was sorry. Why did you have to be sick on our last episode of the I year? Why would you do this? Um Here's a question for you. When you think of all-time great Bruins players. Ray Bork. Bobby Orr. Well, Bobby Orr, number one. No question. Mm-hmm. Did you or did you not get a phone call at your home from a one Johnny Chief Busick? The Chief. No, I never talked to him on the phone. That is not correct. According to your mother, you talked to Johnny. I've met him in person a number of times, and I fixed some lights at his house in Boxford. You I've talked to Johnny him. and got all, in quotes, giddy and excited to hear him on the phone. Michael, yeah. would you like to refute that story? Because this I mean, is coming directly from your mother. I've met Johnny Music like 15 times. He bought the drinks at my wedding. So it's not so, like it would have been out of the ordinary to hear. No, she's absolutely This was wrong. from earlier in childhood is my understanding. Before your what? wedding. No, she's my, you, however, let me ask you this. Okay. True or false? I have a horrible memory in general. Uh, actually, you do have a really good memory, but I don't know. It's either long term or short term. That's not great. Okay. My mother's memory noticeably worse than mine. Not questionable. Okay. I don't know your mom's memory as well, but if you say so, I, I'll believe you. It was funny. She was regaling with a couple stories. I spent a little time what with her yesterday. Stories? Just growing up, you um, got a signed. Hockey puck. I I don't know if it was Johnny's or someone else from the Bruins, but your mom used to work for some she Bruins players. House. Uh, you got a signed hockey puck. You were playing it with some of the boys down the street. Correct. And you lost Bradford it College. in the drink, as she said. Correct. Ice cracked. You lose pucks. You yep. lost the signed puck. Sure. I had a, I had like 10 from him, though. Oh. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't a huge thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, That's fun, though. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> that was a big change in 2022. My family all moving to Tennessee. 2023, when? it's still even, even, process still even going. better. Yep. You know what I was thinking would be kind of fun for like a five minute segment. One day we just open the episode. It's not even us. We just have our mom sitting here. They just start talking. The just T&E, like the as T&E if it's hour. Tina T- and T and E. I think the audience would love it. They love mom's card uh, thoughts. Mom card thoughts. That's a, that'll be the segment. It's a winner. Have them on once a month. Uh, my other other only other note I had. Uh, for shows in this past year. Okay. One of my favorite episodes, Ooh. the Dusty Slay episode. Oh, Actually, really? I really like talking to him because I like awkwardness between people who don't know each other when each person thinks they're the funniest person in the room. Well, he actually is really funny. And I thought he did a really good job He's for really someone. Funny. He wasn't the funniest person in the room. <laughs> well, Go back and listen to the episode. I did. I, check, uh, check tape. I have gone back and listened to that. And I do think that he held his own quite well. I, as I a, liked it. As a stand-up comedian joining a sports card podcast. For no reason. It, other than we went and saw him live and you said to me, if you get him on the show, I'll give you $30,000. That was the that if was the, the incentive. App sells for twenty million dollars. Well, we never put a stipulation like that, so you still owe me. Um, but uh, that was a lot of fun. I do have a couple other recording moments if you'd like to. Yeah, let's end go with back this. To the, it's a that. short show. We can be done after this. Hey, by do the way, ever, before we do this, because I want to end with like some. Oh no, you do this. Then we'll end with like our twenty twenty three stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. yeah. I still want to hit on New Year's and stuff. Um, so sometimes we don't always get it right. I'm. Just, I'm sorry, audience. One one moment. Michael, you had a question or a comment? One request. Here we if go. If I could. If we're going to play the drops, which I actually like the ones you've selected, could we just get into them? 
little less setup, just a tiny I, bit. I will. Thank you. That's it. I'm hands down. This is I'm hands down. This is the reason I was making a comment is because a few of these will be not that flattering to us. Perfect. And I just want to make the people know that we're aware that we are fallible and we make mistakes. So there you go. Um, Malik Willis in the news recently. Okay. I'm saying, okay, Malik Willis to the Steelers at 20. This was a prediction is what we were reading. The, the commentary here, first quarterback finally comes off the board. Willis over Kenny Pickett. Steelers look oh, like. we're previewing uh, the draft. Many yes. folks to Liberty's Pro Day and needless to say liked what they saw. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know if Malik, now they say he has a crazy strong arm. Arm talent, they say he's unbelievable. I don't know if this kid's a starting quarterback in the league, Nick. Thank you. Garbage. I... Did Trash think, bag. I do think that there was a little more hype. Granted, you don't look that bad in that, but there was a little more hype with you. Don't you? You did yeah, call I was it. Say that one's good. Yeah. You called it, but there has been so much talk about Malik Willis, whether he's good or bad. I made a little post about it. I just need the people to know. Not anymore. There's still people defending Malik Willis. In what the, are they in oh, the post me, I made the other ask day, me right now. Hey, Mike, who would you rather see start a franchise at quarterback, Jesse Rose Gibson or Malik Willis? <laughs> There's a lot of people hey, who think my, there's some belief. You see where my hand is? Up in the air. Answer, Mr. Gibson. Yeah. Jesse Rose Gibson. That's what right. are you kidding me? He's How terrible. About? Is that going to get blown out? Here you go. Next prediction. I'm going to end the year with a prediction. Saturday, uh, not Saturday night. It's Thursday. Thursday. They're tonight. playing the Cowboys tonight in Tennessee. Yep. Your boy Malik is starting. I'm going to no, say the Cowboys win by, f oh no, he's not no, even no, no. starting. He's start yeah, they, they already taken him out. They already Joshua know. Joshua Dobbs, by the way, Joshua Dobbs pricing crazy spike today uh, wild there's been a there's another one too i think they took out Carr for the yeah, raiders for right jarrett stidham who was an old pats quarterback no movement on his pricing though really okay. very little but um, that's interesting Malik the cowboys Willis. are gonna be by are gonna win by 20 tonight chris vernon will be a happy man he's going to the game oh really he called me last night or he texted me last oh, night that'd i was be like fun. yeah go titans he's like i'm a i forgot he was a cowboys fan cowboys so. are up like quite aren't they like 11 and 4 11 or something four, they're yeah. doing really right, well so i like that right. i like that how drop. About, that was a good one how about something for go. your boy uh someone even mentioned this having to do with like crypto and things like that god sweet last week i talked about dogecoin or dogecoin whatever you want to call it you were very, um, hang on. you were very confident last week when doge and i was like oh, i didn't know it was called that I, I i was confident and You're then i later have heard several people say different so it doesn't matter whatever you want to call it um i doge. would like to go ahead and preface because there's been a couple comments anything speculative including cards but including dogecoin you, you gotta be willing to lose this money if you can't oh pay bills because you're investing in any of this, you're making a mistake. So that's good. Let's advice. go ahead and put that out there right now. First off, that's good advice. Uh, here's how I knew. I don't even have to hear the rest of that clip. I know you're just going to backtrack the rest of that clip. Like, Oh boy, because you did that sound. The Jesse Sonata. The, uh, that, yeah. That's what I'm like. Oh yeah. That's okay. Good for you. Personally, I did invest in Dogecoin. I did not throw my mortgage payment in there, but I threw a little chunk in. You don't have a mortgage. Since that, the well, airing that's of why that you episode, know I Friday. it has about doubled from where I was saying. Next clip. So, I sold my Ethereum that this may year. have been a mistake. Here's the thing, though. If you go on and listen to that, I said that it's now at $0.08 cents, uh, per coin or whatever that comes out to be. It's now at $0.07. Cents. Technically, if I had stayed in it, it would have been my best investment of the year because it uh, went up so high and crashed. Down. I took a massive uh, capital gains loss this year You're welcome. to cover up others. So I actually think I'm going to come on all right with it. That helps with taxes. Okay. Um, Next. You ever wonder why Bill doesn't join the show? Bill is. This is the most uncomfortable I've ever been in any moment in my life. But you know what? I'm excited to be here. I, I can't wait. I love sports. No, you know that. There's going to be a more what's uncomfortable a, on, moment. What's the date Gianna on this? What's the date on this? Mm, oh, you don't remember. Was it 2022? No, no, no. This is 2021. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't think he joined us this year, did he? No, he did at the very beginning, I believe. Very maybe first or second episode. This joins the show. I think that'll be that'll be probably more uncomfortable <laughs> for you. As I mean, you repeatedly mispronounce his name. I refer to you as as Ben Simmons and also as uh, Bill Russell. Bill Russell. No, Bill Russell. And then your wife called him ben Richard Simmons. Simmons. And first Richard time Simmons. That's great. signed. Yep, so, it was perfect. Richard so nothing, Simmons signed us. We're doing yes. great. <laughs> Bill's similar to Richard in a lot I'm of ways. Sweating with the oldies, baby. So yeah. <laughs> So that's why Bill doesn't come on the show anymore. Awesome. I found that's him. my wish for 2023 to have Bill back again. Show us he cares in the last year of our deal. Um, okay, next. I like that one. So uh, here's, 
I don't want to say you were upset, but I think you like to show off your muscles sometimes and play it. In fact, I'll give the name, but our audience. Oh, Bryce got, Hall. Yeah, I, I don't feel like funny anybody in say, our audience knows who that is. Funny you say really big. He walked past me at one point. Mm-hmm. Who? He is shorter on, than pause, I am. Pause this. Who is this? Where's the pause button? Who is this? Bryce Hall is a TikToker. I don't know. It was okay. like it was. We were at the Mint last year, and this guy. Oh, I do know who you're talking. About. Yeah, he's like 20 years old, walks around with a camera and a stupid look on his face. This is one of the kids who've been doing the celebrity boxing things lately. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sorry to say this. Oh, I'm pretty sure I could snap that kid in half by like thing. sniffling. I, I stand by that, by the way. The, the there are so many clips of me going through and just finding random times where you just are saying how you would hurt someone. Do you have or, any more of those? I like those. Um, I stand by that statement. Do you think that I want would three be the, card values? Okay. Get this. Get your little Jimmy's typing. I want. <laughs> I'd love to know the producer's first reaction when I call your hands. Pause, Jimmy pause the, the reference there is Jesse has hands, <laughs> and my friend Tyler Hernandez will confirm this, that are massive. Wait, why are you talking to Tyler about my large hands? Here. This came up the other day, as a matter of fact, <laughs> when he was at my house. Oh, um, good. Jesse's hand, if you've ever seen the Jimmy Dean sausages, I'm talking the ones that come in the yellow plastic underneath and saran wrap. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about like the, the freezer sausages. I'm talking <laughs> about like the real thing. Those shanks. God. Those Jimmy Deans are sitting on that patty that he calls a palm. The, it's really, if you look at the hand though, notice the palm size. Proportions the fingers everything. really aren't even that, well, they, they're big. I'm going to tell you, we've never met Eduardo, Eduardo, our producer today. That hand could cover his entire torso. Hey, Eddie, put your face up to the screen, and I'm going to put my hand up to it. We're Any more see. drops or is that it? Um, I like this show. Eddie's like, I, I think I I've hoped. got a, I think I've got one or two. Um, I don't want to do all. I tried to find more of you just ranting. The problem with finding clips for you is you give out your witty response so quickly that it's like there's not enough context around it to get you uh, going off on someone sometimes. So I didn't get a ton. I did get this. Okay. Brady got to a little scrap over the ball, intense game of fetch. Brady Uh-oh. don't Dog. play that. <laughs> I thought for sure when this thing snapped at Brady, he was going to cower. So the dog knocked it backwards. Brady like kind of lunged back, a little thrown off. Soon yeah. as the dog looked away, lunged at his neck, yep. got a big yelp out of the shepherd. I have oh. not been so proud of my boy since we got him. German shepherd at the Hendersonville <laughs> dog park, the small dog side, 20 pounds and under. That's right. I remember that distinctly. These are the real highlights of the show. You notice how Mike is noticeably happier. Like you just sound so happy talking about those pups. And I we, love my dogs. You haven't really talked enough about them this year. The audience doesn't deserve to hear my dogs <laughs> they anymore. Deserve about They're not worth it. Um, this was also one of our earlier on episodes. Yeah. First thing of note: no costume this week. You got a lot of good reviews last week with the. I don't, uh, I don't want to burn it out. You know, like <laughs> I only have so many costumes in the house right now. Like, granted, yes, do I have a closet of costumes? Of course, I'm a grown man who wouldn't. I don't have enough to supply two shows a week by every week. You know, okay, it just fair. won't. It's not feasible. You go on to take the longest pause in podcast history and just say, why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. That question hasn't been answered yet, by the no, way. No, we still don't know for sure. Okay, but, I like yeah. that. Um, yeah, the, the, there's a few others. I think that was good, though. Give me um, one more. I don't want to end on that. One more to end with. Well, this one has a lot of Steve Peralt talking to me. Oh, I forgot Peralt. That was early. Oh, I don't want to hear was, you and Steve. It was actually early. Well, it, it was him telling me to have confidence. And I think that actually helped in the podcasting in the early days. It wasn't. It was funny. And you were chiming in there a few times. It was pretty good. But at the same time. Is he time, still alive? He had a big mean, podcast with Barstar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was on the cover of uh, Sports Illustrated just recently. What? Yeah. Yeah, he was on a cover of Sports Illustrated in highlighting his podcast. And I remember right after I saw it, I DM'd Sports Illustrated. I was like, hey, if you ever want to do another podcast uh, about sports cards, you could reach out to us. They haven't yet, no, I haven't. but it doesn't mean they're not going to. Steve Peralt and Joey Capino relaunched the Red, Co- Red Sox podcast under new affiliation. This is December 1st, 2022. Yep, that's right. On SI. Yeah, there you go. What's the podcast? Are you talking about the Red Sox? What are you doing in the winter? <laughs> I don't know, but they will be reaching out to us, I'm sure. There's a little highlight of the past year and year before, in okay. some cases. Just a little fun we've had. 
Uh, I can't say enough about how much fun I've had on the show. The fact that I can go back and listen to the first episodes and see a noticeable difference in not just our dynamic and how the show gets put together, just the fluidity of how the show goes so the listener can enjoy it more, but also just both of our talents and abilities. Granted, you're still pretty, you were, you were really good from the beginning. It's hard to not give you credit for that, but I do think the fact that we're now recording in the same room also helps a lot. We don't thousand percent. I don't talk over you quite as much. Still in person, some much, much better. Yeah, yep. absolutely. All right. 2023 predictions, whatever direction of the show predictions, goals. I don't care. What's up? Card Five shows will be done. What card shows do you, because I remember at the beginning of this year, I think we said we were going to go to one like once a quarter or like once a, or was it more often once a month? Maybe I'm not doing one a month. I'll tell you that. No, right the first card show. Do we have anything before the mint? I know we're no, going to the mint, mint is the first one. End of All March right. into April. That'll be exciting. We'll talk more about that show coming up. Yep. Um, the national, the August. national, which we don't have anything booked for that. So Correct. that's good. That'll good planning. Be good. There'll be at least one or two um, in Nashville. We'll go to. Yeah, here, here absolutely. Uh, I would love to go again to another Atlanta card show. Dude, we did that early last it's coming year. Coming up, actually, I think it's in January. It oh, might be when really? we're gone. Oh. And if not, it's in January, which is just tough. So, uh, by the way, are we do are, are we doing our first? No, our first show would be on Monday, January second. Okay. So I was gonna say, are we doing our second show in? I guess just in Gatlinburg, right? Just from the cabin. Can we do it in the hot tub? I'm okay. Hot tub episode? Sure. Bro, yep. you know I'm in. Um. So yeah, I think card shows will be interesting. I'm also I'm just curious in general what your thoughts are. Do you think card shows next year will have the same look and feel that we see today? Yes. By and large, yes. Yeah. Yep. You, same. What about numbers? Do you feel like audience will be about the same? Yep, I do. Still yeah. pretty strong. Um, I, I would actually tend to agree with that because I think at this point, if anything, we have seen, and I base a lot of this just on uh, numbers of guys joining Facebook, the Facebook group, we still see a really large amount of guys coming in. In fact, we'll hit... 50,000 any day now in the Facebook group, which thank you to everybody who's, who's gotten in there. But it does also show me it hasn't really slowed down. If anything, it did slow down maybe a few months ago, but now it's started to pick back up as far as people joining, which makes me think in general, that's a good indicator of what's going on in the hobby. Well, like you said too, now the markets are, it's a way different market. Entry levels are way lower. Guys can come back in and buy stuff cheap. Absolutely. I think that's good for getting new people. Uh, I would say one thing you'll notice, a note, I think you've noticed this the last two months, but going to 2023, uh, I'm going to talk with a raspy voice the whole year. I just don't like this. want you to do that. <laughs> no, Please. I would say the biggest show change will be, aside from the 4,000 producers we'll have next year. Don't, don't the, make show change the guests, announcements. No, no, the guests. Our, our reoccurring guests. That's been a theme for the last month or two. Uh-huh. We like the third men in model, by and large. So we're going to oh, keep rolling man. that over 2023. I wish I could find it. You said almost that exact sentence on our first episode of 2022 or 2021. No, this year, 2022. Okay. When you figure that out, we're excited <laughs> to hear it. So yeah, I think we've, we've kind of got a good groove with some people. We get the baseball dude coming back next week. Flynn's become a fixture on this thing. The PC guys have been around quite a bit. Uh, yeah, Vernon Simmons throughout the year, I think, still again. Hopefully Simmons. And new guys. I want new blood in here, too. I'm all for it. It's hard to find. That's my thing. And well, I, I, mean, I like my comfort zone. But yes, a, I'm not opposed to it. I we had Jeff Wilson on in 2022. I know. People Talked enjoyed about a that, swing, too. by the way. 2021, I was hating everything he did. 2022, I actually came to respect the hustle and marketing. We had him uh, on the live show, the the, uh, the National. People really, uh, there was someone who commented. They said, thought that was the highlight. That. Yeah. Yep. You know what else? Uh it was commented in the Facebook group, but also just on, on the side too. People loved, was it last episode? The, your take okay. on the last few years? I wasn't going to say this because you say this to me off air at times and it annoys me to oh, no end. Lord. You'll say things like, no, I got a lot of people reach out about this. And I'm always like, I don't know. Like maybe. Whoa, I, I just You're saying that about me? Sometimes you will say that. Like, oh, you I say it all the time. And I know for a fact, no one reached out about it. Don't you throw that you on me that for a fact. I'm very active on social media. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I hear things a lot. Yeah. Um, I actually, I would, I will stand behind this. I got more comments about last week's show than any episode I've done. What? I Period. love that. It's I've done. You're so bad about that. Okay. It's, it's really fun for me. Being oh, it was also my part recapping of, it. of the history of the hobby. Yes. I mean, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, take it easy. We, I know you're here too. Take a breath. But I mean, I heard more about that show. I did too. And that's why I'm paying you else. the compliment as well. Which I was surprised. 
Well, and I, I said, I think even in the moment, I, how much I enjoyed that segment. And I, I th- want to get more involved in dramas and fights this year in the hobby. That's my goal. Between us or just no, in general? Why would you say that? I would just no, ask 20, you. No, other people. I okay. said, I'm going to start picking fights with everybody. It's my <laughs> Can new you goal. at least not Hot have a raspy voice? yelling first? at people. I think the more you're talking, the better your voice is sounding, I actually. Said, I feel terrible. That's it. We're done. I Good. feel horrible. Wait, we we're didn't bo- talk. We barely talked about next year. Is there anything? That was it. Uh, what crazy predictions? Anything you think might happen in the card world? The uh, grading space? The uh, uh, producer? The guy who makes the cards? Anything oh, like that? Um, ba 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 I, I really don't know with car. I think we're going to kind of still see a very cautious market. Yeah. seems like that's going to be the feel going into 2023 with the economy where it's at. I don't think that'll change. Uh, I, I do think we're going to continue to see a steady and a heavy decline in distribution. I think Fanatics has taken this thing direct to shops, breakers, to people. So I think that model is going to continue to change in a massive, massive way. Um, I don't know if we see any deal at all get done with Panini. I mean, we've been saying that for a while. It doesn't seem like there's anything. I think that kind of stays course in 2023, and they just keep making basketball, football like they've been doing. Um, I think we're going to see an enormous amount of hype as we get closer to the next NBA class. That's what I was going like to say. Like Winbenyama. I can't remember if Bronny's this year or not. I thought he was. I think he is. I mean, I think you're going to see it hype like it was in 2019. Like that kid is unbelievable. I think that's going to be a great thing for the hobby. Same with the quarterbacks next year's football class. You know, we're only a few months away from the draft of both of those starting to really pick up, you know, and make some news and the stories and headlines be about that. I think that'll be great for those products coming out with those rookies. Um, and then grading, you know, and, and I say this, I, I've been, I mean, we've both been SGC people for a while. Um, I think we're going to see SGC kind of continue to make the move. Um, I really do. I, I've made it like my personal goal. I said this live on my stream last night. I get my cards back super quick. It's accurate, trustworthy grading, and it's cheap. And yet, for some reason, the resale value is still not there compared to PSA. I am making that my goal this year to just sub all my cards like a maniac, sell these things all over the place, all three big sports, and see what we can do about closing the gap in resale. Because I still argue if you could have two, maybe even three options of grading where resale is very similar— I think it would be unbelievable for the hobby. So we're well, back on the SGC train heavy in 2023, no question. I do I do also think that if you go back to last week's episode, we talked about, you know, I think I stopped you and asked, why did all of a sudden PSA become the king in grading over PSA? Over BGS. Over I'm sorry, over B, BGS. And we could not, you don't have an answer for that. What happened? Correct. So it does make me think, well, if that can happen, why is it that a card company that seems to be putting out grades faster. And in some cases, a lot of people would say is maybe more, uh, I guess not restrictive with grading, but more, more accurate, more, more consistent. Uh, yeah. 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 Why wouldn't they be doing better? And therefore all the guys who like their cards and have gotten them graded with SGC, I would like them to see the resale value there. And I think that's really just a mindset at this point, because like we talked about, there wasn't really a reason necessarily why value all of a sudden was higher on PSA over BGS. So I, I do think we will see something like that in the next year, a shifting of the guard as it were, as far as resale value goes with different grading companies. By the way, we'll end on a sad note. Pele just passed away. That is sad. I just saw that. Yeah. Just as people started blowing us up. How old was Pele? 82. No, he was not. Pele was 82. <laughs> oh, I thought you saw, you just, yeah, you looked. I, no, oh, I'm, saying actually why, is 82. I'm not sure why you argue. Yeah. Oh, I just thought he was, I thought Paley was a lot younger than so that. He's 307. No is that, is that uh, We can't <laughs> end our last episode on a death. Sure we can. That's it. The death of this year, the death of Pele, where it all just comes together. You're, all one big conclusion. You're going to be healthy though. I'll be healthier in the next year. I think I'll. You'll be alive. For, I'm going to say. Don't. Nope. Nope. We're not going to end on that. No more predictions. Was it a prediction of my death? I didn't say anything. Dude. Uh, we are back for 2023. The Ringer has graciously and Spotify has graciously signed us up for another year, which we're excited about. So yeah, we'll be back. Same show. Me and Jess will be here all year, hopefully. And uh, yeah, adding some new guests, some new stories. We'll be back to report on all your sports cards. Uh, and most importantly, nonsense. Yeah. In 2023. You know I'm here for it. Good year. Goodbye. Good day. <laughs>